0: Fluid UI now serving 18,000 customers, over 750,000 free signups. They each pay about 15 bucks a month for about 250 grand a month in revenue. The problem is churns too high. And that's kind of a nature of the prototyping tool, right? So they've been flat year over year, but they are cash flow positive. 500,000 bucks raised, team of eight between Dublin and Poland. Looking at new products to uh, add on to really kind of expand revenue, get new customers, going into new spaces. Currently on the current, uh, again, on the current product, spending about 40 bucks to get a new customer. So about a three month payback period. Hello, everybody. My guest today is Dave Carney. He's the founder of a company called FluidUI.com, a software prototyping tool that has helped over a quarter of a million product managers, entrepreneurs, and product visionaries to create and communicate their ideas. He cares most about great usability, efficient product development processes and social, socially responsible companies. Dave, are you ready to take us to the top? I am indeed. Okay. So should people think of this like kind of like a mock-up tool or a prototyping tool, or how do you think about it?
1: Yeah, I mean, FluidgeWise is a prototyping tool, uh, mainly focused on kind of product designers, uh, product managers and early stage entrepreneurs.
0: Okay, And the way that you make money so you can support and uh, reinvest in growth is what? Is it a SaaS company? It's a SaaS company. It's a monthly subscription. Yeah. I see. Okay, so kind of give us an idea. On average, what do people pay for a month for this?
1: So the, the base price is $15 a month or $100 a year all the way up to a team license for five people is about
0: $500 a year. Okay, and what would you say kind of a fair average? Is, is it more 15 bucks a month?
1: Uh, yeah, the majority of people are going to start off trying out the product, they're on their own, they come in with the $15 account, uh, but then any of the kind of the larger companies coming in would go straight to team.
0: Yeah, yeah. When, when you look though, if you look at your current customer base today and you look at kind of like the average, would you say the average is one seat at 15 or three or four seats at 500?
1: Sure, I'd say probably 60, 65% at the bottom tier about maybe 25, 30% of the middle tier and then the
0: rest of the top tier. I see, I see, got it, very good. And put all this on a timeline for us. when did you launch the company?
1: 2012 is when we kicked off. Uh, 4th of July, 2012 is when we
0: launched. And, and I mean, were there fireworks involved? I mean, what happened here? Why was that the date? Uh,
1: that was the day we were ready. That was the day that, um, like, literally the last thing we had to get sorted was the billing, right? Uh, we, did, we, we didn't want to launch a product that didn't have... Uh, you know, the, the capacity to, to bill people from day one. That was one of the things we were pretty sh- solid about. So um, we, as soon as the billing was ready to go, the product was ready, put it out into the market. And, you know, we got customers on day one, day two, day three. So it was the right decision.
0: That's great. And uh, and what have you scaled to today over the past six years in terms of total customers on the platform?
1: So we're, I think about at the moment, about 18,000 customers.
0: That's amazing. Okay. And now do you employ a freemium model or are those all paying?
1: Um, so, you know, in terms of total signups, I think we're probably about three quarters of a million. Okay. Um, and then, so all of those, those people are paying.
0: Okay. Got it. Got it. So 750. So I want to, I want to break this down because there's great lessons here. We've had a couple people come on with successful freemium models, like Typeform, form. Uh, and there's a lot of good lessons in there. So you've signed up 750,000 uh, kind of accounts and you've converted 18,000 into paid walk us through that funnel. H- how have you gotten 750,000 signups?
1: Um, I'd love to say that there's a coherent strategy there. Um, a little part of it is getting lucky right at the very start, right? Uh, getting the product into the market at the, the right time. So kind of seeing where the space is, see where the market is moving, and then kind of putting your stuff out, putting your the word out onto, whether it was social media, whether it's onto, you know, some of the big sites that we got traffic from early on, like Hacker News and Reddit, uh, and really kind of building that early number of inbound links into the site that have generated traffic for us all the way through. Um more recently then, you know, we've obviously had to, you know, become, I guess, more structured in our approach to marketing. Um, so we have a mixture of paid advertising and kind of content strategy, content marketing.
0: So when you now, when you look at kind of your fully weighted cost to get a new $15 mm-hmm. a month kind of user, what would you pay to get that that user?
1: So our, yeah, our lifetime value is about three times what our acquisition cost is. And it's normally 30 to $40 to get the, uh, to okay. The customer
0: that's out. not bad at all. So if you're paying, you know, let's be, let's be most conservative here. So let's say the most expensive, you pay 40 bucks to get a $15 a month customer. Your payback there is still three months. That's healthy. Yeah. Yeah. Are you bootstrapping the company or have you raised?
1: Uh, we did some early raise early on uh, about a half million dollars. Um, the last that was 2014, 2015, but we haven't gone for any further funding since Oh, you've then.
0: resisted the temptation. I love, I was going to say, I'd like you way more if you're totally bootstrapped, but I still like you a lot. If you only raised <laughs> 500 grand, that's pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, what, yeah.
0: What what has given you the leverage to be able to say no? We don't want any more capital. We're going to keep growing organically.
1: Um, uh, some of it is personality. Uh, some of it is you know we, we went down the, the the road of getting that initial funding. Uh, it's a it's a, it's a torturous process.
0: Right? <laughs> Tell me about it's, that.
1: It's, it's it's not something that I particularly would love to do. Um, and you know, to a certain extent, we haven't had to do that. Uh, we built a company where. You know we, we've hit our success success metrics. we We know what our market is. Um, and sh- you know it's it's not going to be a billion dollar company, right? We're not out there trying to replace Adobe. We're not out there trying to invase or replace some of those really big players in the market. We know what our market is. We're not you know to to go out and then sell something to a venture capital organization. you know we need to present a much, much bigger vision than the market we're in. So we actually need to to kind of build different products and and work with different ideas or sell something that, you know, is, is different to the customers that we currently have.
0: Yep. So I assume today, I mean, you have full leverage, you're, you're cash flow positive. Yeah. That's great. And tell me more about the team. I want to understand kind of how many are focused on SEO and content. What's the total team size today?
1: So we, I think it's Asia at the moment. We're still relatively small, relatively compact.
0: Okay. And where's everyone uh, so based? All Dublin?
1: Um, mostly Dublin. Uh, a couple of guys in
0: Poland. Okay. Dublin and Poland. That's great. And what's the breakdown there? How many engineers versus kind of SEO marketers?
1: So uh, we have two developers. We have one kind of sound video production slash development guy, so front end development, uh, and then we have two people on marketing, uh, myself, and then one part time
0: person on support. Okay, interesting. And and so you know any volume based approach like this, where it's kind of low ARPU, high volume churn and onboarding becomes very critical. Um, what is your churn today, and how do you make sure to keep that very low?
1: um <laughs> i mean and that is that's always been one of our, our big problems right uh is that our churn rate has been higher than you know we would like it to how be how high so would you say
0: is a problem We're looking
1: at it maybe 10 to 15 percent a month
0: okay 15 percent so, revenue churn or logo churn uh
1: revenue churn. i'm not i'm not sure the exact definition definitions also well, like about
0: if you there. if you churn a customer paying a ton of money and they churn, and they were 10% of your revenue, that's 10% churn, but it's only one logo out of 18,000, which would be like 0.01% logo churn.
1: Right, um, it's, it's revenue churn, then, I think is...
0: Okay, so you lose I, 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 Yeah. 15% revenue churn per month. And why? so why do you think it's so high?
1: Um, Yeah, it's I, I for a long, long time, I thought it was primarily product, or it was primarily marketing, or it was primarily a whole bunch of things that... In some ways that we were responsible for, um, and then I finally kind of came across an article which made so much more sense because we'd, we'd done gone through all of the, the kind of the iterations of the funnel and kind of tidying it up and sealing it off over and over and over again. Um, but what you find is, uh, like churn, one of the biggest impact the, the, the biggest factors that impact churn is the type of audience that you get. Right. So if you get a large corporate. Uh, who signs up for a large number of accounts they're going to make a decision really really slowly but then they're going to churn maybe at one or two percent a year all right um, if you get a smaller company they're going to be more agile um, you know they'll churn they'll maybe five percent five percent a month that kind of thing particularly with say for example startup they're up in the 10 15 percent and then if you go to students who are very very cash conscious you're looking at maybe 25 percent the, the audience that you Heavily impacts the, the churn that you get. Uh, and then the style of the product, the type of the product that we built is very much a prototyping tool. So we would people would come in, they build a prototype. The average customer, customer lifespan for us is about seven months. But they, they might go away, you know, come back two years later because they have a new project. But once they have that prototype finished, uh, you know, they, they don't need to continue paying for the, the, the paid account.
0: That's right. Yeah. And I mean, in terms of, you know, in terms of scale to really understand this problem today, you know, 18,000 customers paying your smallest price point, which was 15 bucks a month. I mean, that means you're North, you're North of 270 grand a month today. Correct.
1: Uh, a little bit less than that, but
0: a little bit, okay. A little bit. So call it like two fifty ish, something like that. And, and what does growth look like? So if you go back a year from today, what were you doing then?
1: So we've been staying for about the last three years we haven't been you're
0: staying flat yeah and that's just because of churn yes yeah so so what um it must be like super stressful trying to figure out every month how to make up the 15 percent you're going to churn. like i mean how do you deal with that stress as as a founder
1: um uh, it's no i I, it's it's just part of what we do i mean you get to the point where your marketing processes are in place You know, that's, that's making that up. Um, You know, eventually you churn, I mean, eventually you churn
0: through the whole market, Um, right? That's the problem. So constant contact is a great example of this. They went public. They served an SMB with a price point of about 20 bucks a month. Uh, The problem is they'd add 60,000 customers a month, but they would churn 50,000. Eventually they churn through the whole market and they they and the and the public market's only rewarded them with a horrible uh you know ratio in terms of what they traded at relative to other SaaS companies like so i'm just curious i mean eventually you've got to figure out how to get these people stickier.
1: uh yeah absolutely I mean, at the moment to be honest you know revolvez that is it's it's in maintenance we're not actively we are we're developing new products and new so oh, our, our growth I see. strategy is more in relation to you know we we, we will park that product what's the next I product Um, it's, it's, it's just about begun in development. Um, it is in the sports psychology space.
0: Okay. So how do you go from prototyping to sports psychology though? I think maybe you go from prototyping to like something close to prototyping. (laughs)
1: Um, it's, um, it's a long journey. It's been a journey I've been on for about a year, I think at this stage, uh, looking at markets and looking at all the decisions that I made first time around as a first time founder, uh. Looking at, I, I got interested in sleep. Uh, I started thinking about a kind of a hardware play with sleep. Uh, then I went into a like an app for sleep, kind of a head headspace for sleep. Uh, again, the market, I just saw more and more stuff coming into the market. There, obviously, Headspace have gone into sleep. Yep. Uh, Calm have gone into sleep. Yep. There's a bunch more apps there, so I kind of looked at that. Uh, but I literally I went looking uh, just on a whim. I did a search for, uh, so I was searching in the psychology space because it's just a personal interest of mine. So, you know, coming from when you learn more about marketing, when you learn more about design, which is very much what fluid is about and the role I've played, you realize that it's all based on the human mind, right? So uh, I was just searching in that space and I just did a search and there's nothing in the app stores uh, in that space.
0: So you're going to take your team of eight currently working on this, refocus them on this new idea, launch it and see what happens. Absolutely. Very cool. All right, Dave, let's wrap up with the Famous Five. Number one, what's your favorite business book?
1: Uh, Mind Blank right now. uh, I'm gonna say Champion's Mind by Jim Afrima because I'm reading it right now.
0: Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? No. Number three, what billing software do you use?
1: Uh, RealX, it's an Irish company.
0: RealX? RealX, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? Eight hours. And what's your situation? Married, single, kiddos?
1: i getting married next Friday.
0: Oh, congratulations. No kids? <laughs> uh, one kid. One, one kid. kiddo. Okay. And how old are you? Uh,
1: I, uh, I'm 40.
0: 40 years old. Last question. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew?
1: Um, do you know what? I wish I had the confidence to go out and be an entrepreneur earlier. Uh, it's not something that existed in the, 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 you know, in the world that I grew up in. Uh, it was seen like that the banker job was safe, the, the, the lawyer job was safe. Um, but I wish I knew a little bit more about how to do what I do earlier
0: guys start a company earlier fluid UI now serving 18,000 customers over 750,000 free signups They each pay about 15 bucks a month for about 250 grand a month in revenue The problem is churns too high and that's kind of a nature of the prototyping tool, right? So they've been flat year-over-year, year, but they are cash flow positive 500,000 bucks raised team of eight between Dublin and Poland looking at new products to uh, add on to really kind of expand revenue Get new customers going to new spaces currently on the current uh, again on the current products spending about 40 bucks to get a new customer. So about a three-month payback period. All right, Dave, enjoy the wedding. Thanks for taking us to the top.
1: Thank you very much.